Hello, people. It's your boy, J-Train, the Wizard of Haas, and I am coming to Oklahoma City this weekend. This was a last-second booking. There was a dropout at the club, and they were like, J-Train, can you do it? And I said, I'm in. So if you're in the Oklahoma City area, come on out. Bring the group chat. Assemble the group chat. Let them know. Bring anyone you'd like. I'd love to have you there. We're going to make some laughs. If you know someone that lives in the Oklahoma City area, let them know. Let them know, and they'll be like, who, what, and show them my Instagram, show them my Twitter, show them my Facebook, you know, and then maybe they'll be into coming and it'll be a fun night. So it's at Bricktown Comedy Club. I'm going to be in Oklahoma City this weekend. Come on out. Let people know. Hello, and welcome to the J-Train Podcast. That's right, every third Monday, we answer your emails. Every Monday, you write in, we take your questions. You've got problems, we've got answers. You send in your emails every single week. You've got problems, we see if we can answer those questions. And you keep sharing. Share with a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. That's right, the J-Train Podcast, every Monday and Thursday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We're here at Feather Nation Studios, virtually, as we are. I got Shelby on the ones and twos. Classic Shelby, how are you? Unbelievable. Good to hear. A lot of energy per usual. And you can send in your email, Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com couple announcements before we get into everything the rose rehash the bachelorette post game show is back make sure you're subscribed to my youtube page make sure you're sharing those stories when i'm yelling at the show on tv on my instagram make sure you come to some live shows red bank new jersey let's take a look we got we got some shows baby red bank new jersey that's a sunday night show and then i got other ones we got uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Atlantic City, New Jersey, Richmond, Virginia, Mohegan Sun, Baltimore, Maryland, Chicago, Illinois, Washington, D.C. Tickets are out. New York sold out. Austin, Boston, Dallas. So you know where to go. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Anything else to announce, Shelby? I think keep sending your emails. JTrainPodcast.com. We got to get right to today's guest because I, I hope this to. music... We have to. This. I hope the music got you going on a Monday. Like, I mean, you're waking up, you're heading into the new week, but there is nothing that can get you going like a new guest to the podcast. Hit that button, Shelby. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. A new guest. 
He is the author of the new book, You Deserve Better, that is in pre-sale right now, but it comes out July 27th. Tyler Cameron, thank you for coming on the J Train podcast. There they I mean uh uh, excited to be here. Before. It was a lot of fun, so let's keep it rolling. Dude, it is so good to see you. You're coming to us from Jupiter, Florida. I'm, I'm looking. You have the background of a Florida house, like the background on, of you on, and you can go on YouTube and check it out. There's fish on the wall. There's paintings. I love it. Are you? Where are you in Jupiter? Is it your place, a parent's place? What's going on? Yeah, I'm at my, uh, my mom's old crib, which I've taken over. Uh, me, me and my little brothers. Uh, so it's got a lot of her old stuff in here. So, Love it. uh, but it's a Florida home for sure. <laughs> so, listen, you have a book coming out. I want taking on you know a little bit of a frat house role. You know, I got. Let's see what else we got. We got you know, we got packages everywhere. Oh shit. yeah, yeah. There's. But, uh, it, it, it's Tubs. gonna it's gonna get better. I gotta grow up one day, you know. One well, not yet. I think you got some time. You still got that baby face that we all know and love. I I I I can see the tubs of protein in the background. It's like you know the everyone's. I I, I listen. I'm a fan of yours. I enjoy everything you do. I want you to first start with the yeah, book. Trying to, I, trying to make what is that? I said, at least we got some Febreze here trying to make it smell good. <laughs> you got some Febreze? Yeah. You know it's a frat house when Febreze is just out on the counter of the nice dining room <laughs> that you're sitting exactly, in. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so tell, I want you to give people the, the, the synopsis of the book. How do you go from going on the, the Bachelorette to, hey, I want you to write a book? Like, how does that happen? Yeah, so uh, – you know, I came out the Bachelorette, and there was just a ton of hype, ton of craze, and a ton like, like I got praised for so many things, and and I, I was kind of sitting back thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, I didn't do anything special. You, you know, know, you bring up a great point. I always say, and I don't mean this as anything negative about you, but that you kind of had, you have been touched by God. You got the perfect scenario on the bachelorette a woman looks at you says i know i want to sleep with you but i don't need that to make my decision and then you go what most what you would hope most guys would do you go all right cool and i'm still yeah, here let's hang out. and let's hang out yeah. and 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 i think on the internet on tv we think that everyone lands in the extremes. The, you won't fuck me? Get the fuck out of my face! Like, they think that's how everyone acts. But mostly, the normal is, no, I like you. Let's hang out. And, and, I, and then you come off the show, you get dumped. And, and I, I don't say that in a mean way because I was like, Tyler's going to be just fine. Uh, you know, listen, these things happen. She made a different decision. But now you're a guy who wanted to commit to a woman who didn't want to commit to you, and now you're like, okay, I'm out here. And I would, I was like, every woman in America is just sitting there being like, oh, slipping off their chair, just ready to go and find you for doing kind of just the normal human thing. Well, well that's what it you know, kind of was. It was like, you know, I was like, the culture must be totally out of whack and totally messed up because I was doing what should be the bare minimum. But like, totally. but like, Big tablets are writing like Tyler Cameron gives master's consent class on or master's class on consent and all these things. I'm like, yo, if my brothers don't act that way, I'm going to have a problem with them. You Absolutely. 
So it's like, it, to me, it was about like calling out the culture. It's about, you know, sharing the things I've learned. Like, I, I, I haven't been perfect in relationships. I've screwed up. I'm still learning, you know? Listen, but that's, that, that's exactly what, you know, we talk a lot about on the show and, you know, you came on you up before. It's very, you say the culture. I agree with you completely. And it's like, you know, the culture is the internet, the zeitgeisty stuff, the ghosting, the not calling back, the, you know, the hookup that we're hooking up, but we're not exclusive. And you're like, yeah, that's all noise. But, you know, if my brother did something wrong, what you're saying is totally true. You'd be like, what the fuck, dude? Exactly. And so so I, I kind of wrote this book, one, as like, as like kind of, it's like almost like, uh, say it's like the things that got me, like I've been through, I've been through like depression. I've been through a lot of shit. I, I had my hard times. Everyone has their hard times mm-hmm. in their own way, you know? So it's kind of like how I pull myself out of holes, you know, like the mantras I live by, kind of like some self-help stuff, some dating tips, some red flag stuff, you know? Mm. But it's also like, like things like, like how women should be treated, you know? Like chivalry, all these things. And also like calling like, like, like almost like a letter to my little brother. Like, yo, this is how we're going to treat women. This is how they deserve to be treated. And for women to read it, like, yes, this is how we, you know, what we think is right, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and hopefully, you know, women read it and be like, man, I'm not being treated this way. I deserve better, you know? And and hopefully, like, my brothers, you know, and their friends, and, and, and you know, I really want to target, like, that young, you know, you know, the females and, like, the young men, you know, like, freshmen in college, you know, coming out because, you know, they can have such an impact on, you know, how a woman's life goes. Like I watched the movie uh, Promising a Woman the other day. Mm. And that movie moved me. And I was like, this movie needs to be at every freshman in orientation. Because, Interesting. Because, you know, three minutes of a man being greedy and, and pushy and all that could ruin a whole woman's life. For it sure. A whole woman's life. And as men, we have to be protectors. You know? Especially, you know, you're you're dealing with trust and people, you know, and emotions and, you know, and again, like hearing a guy like you go, this is bare minimum, like to a lot of people who are in bad relationships or in relationships that they're going, well, I don't know, at least I have someone and not no one. You're kind of saying, no, 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 no. you you can find someone. And, and I, I touched about that because like I was in a relationship, you know, before I was on the show. Not during the show. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> relationship before the show. And uh, and I was in, I stayed in that relationship just because it was comfortable, you know? And we both sure. did. And, we, and, like, and, I, and like, I was the wrong person at the end of that relationship. Like, I was I was the person that was, like, I was depressed. I was in a hole and I kept pulling her with me, you know? Mm-hmm. And she put up with it, put up with it, put up with it. And she should have cut my ass so quickly, you know? And But it was comfortable for both of us. And being comfortable isn't always a good thing. And so it's like calling stuff out like that and it's, it just kind of shows like where I've been, what I've gone through, how I've had, you know, the, like, like the vision and like everyone thought like, Oh, you know, he's pro woman. I'm just pro like human. Like I want people sure. to be happy. I want people to be respected, all that, you know? And like, and like as a man, we should treat women the right way. Like it was interesting because we had Luke who was like, you know, polar opposite of me, like conservative, like super old school conservative seemed like, like, you know, like from the South. And then he had me who was just like, do whatever you want. Like, it's your body. This is your time. This is your show. This is your opportunity, you know? For sure. And so it was just like calling all that out. And it, it was a lot of fun. It was therapy. It was, uh, I cried way more than I thought I would writing that book. And so <laughs> I'm like, excited to share with it. 
Dude, I'm so happy for you. Everyone needs to go check out the book. You deserve better and get it in pre-sale. Anywhere you get books, July 27th is when it comes out, but you want to get it now so that it's just delivered right to you the minute it comes out. And everyone go follow Tyler at Tyler J. Cameron 3. It's so funny you're saying all this stuff because I'm sitting here. I'm 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 the commentator with all this bachelor stuff. I'm doing podcasts and you're echoing things that I was like I, I was like, I can't believe this guy is getting this, like, you know, King's treatment for just normalcy. Exactly. <laughs> and it's great that you wrote about it because I think that's helpful. I think that highlights, though, what people are going through because if yeah, that's, absolutely. that deserves such high praise, that means that they're not getting that. And that, ha- that happens to things. Absolutely true. Um, I, I want to do the emails with I you. Almost made, I almost made a joke. Like, there was a, there was, I remember watching Peter season, and this one girl was like, she got sick. I forgot who it was. And she's like, Peter gave me a water bottle and checked on me. And was like, that was the nicest thing a boy's ever done for me. I was, I'm, I was like, I was like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, you see this stuff all the time. And I mean, look at Matt. You're good buddies with Matt James. I watched all of Matt James this season. I loved it. But you could even see like even the way Matt carries himself and like the women on his season, there was a lot of bullying. There's a lot of arguments, a lot of drama. But in that drama, there was like a a tad of it was culture stuff that you're talking about. Because I could see they're like, this is a good-looking, successful guy who wants to commit. And they're like tearing each other at the seams because they're like, we can't find this anywhere. I'm getting people on Tinder being like, come over. And it's like, this guy's doing the process? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was amazing to watch, and not and I don't think any of them were desperate, but there was desperation in it. That like, wow, you must not be coming across a lot of these dudes. Yeah, and, but uh, but to that point though, I think it's also desperation to survive. You know? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> survive in advance. And these girls would cut any you know guys guys were the same way too. They would do anything to cut someone out. You know. Listen, man. I mean, I, the, the the show you do. I I thought that too. There's there's the desperation for a good guy, but then there's also we're in a pandemic. If I pick up a hundred thousand Instagram followers, life is a little bit easier from this show. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, hey, they can start selling some tummy to you now. What what was it like to go and visit the show when you're not on it? You get to walk in like you're the uncle. You don't have any responsibility. You just get to have a beer and hang out. Exactly. It was cool. It was, it was fun to see Matt. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, the bachelor did a great job of keeping everyone safe, you know, with all the protocols mm-hmm. and then they, they made it fun, even though I, I had to do, you know, stay like cooped up and, and, you know, through all the COVID protocols They took care of us all. Uh, but it was fun to go there with no responsibility, joke around, see Matt. And then I got joked on, which I was like, I don't trust any of you all ever again, but when I get my chance, I'm gonna get y'all. So <laughs> It was fun. It was to be like on the other side of it, you know? So we're in Bachelorette season. You met Katie. What are you – what was your takeaway on Katie? Because you guys had, like, that moment. You guys had that date together. She was the one who pranked me. And uh, and I thought, you know, after I met her, I was like, she's, she's a load of fun. She's And then, like, great personality, super bubbly. And then when they when I found that they, they named her the Bachelorette, I was like, this girl is going to rock it. She's going to kill it. She's, you know, she's what the bachelorette needs right now. Some, some light, fun-hearted, good people, you know? I think you're right. I mean, after the, I, I watched the first episode last night and like every guy came on with their sex pun 
and it's like she's rolling with it. She's fine. She's having fun with it. You're like, yeah, we needed some sex puns. We needed some, yeah. you know, to light us up a little bit. You know, make I, us I, easy again. I totally agree. Now, okay, last question before we get to the emails because I'm sure the ladies listening want to hear about this. You're in a relationship now. I, I've seen the pictures of you. You look like a god and a goddess together. It is, uh, you're like, unbelie- I can't even like, it's like looking at the sun. I can't stare at you too, too long. What was it like being single after all of this? You're this guy with this now new reputation. How do you go on dates? How do you meet people? Um, you know, I'm I'm still the old school way. Like I'm still the same way. I, my favorite way to date and meet someone in person for the first time is to go on a dinner date. And like a lot of people don't believe in that. Interesting. Because people are like, we need activity to keep things going. I don't believe in that. If you can't keep a conversation going on throughout that whole dinner, then then that's not that's probably not going to work. Well, here's let me give the you know the douchebag dude side of no dinner is. Now I'm taking it too seriously too soon. Did you ever feel that way where you went on a dinner date and you're like, we're not the match, but now I've been on a dinner date, so I feel like I've 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 made it, you know, gone too much. You broke up on me. Say that one more time. When when you go on a dinner date, some guys would be like, Well, that's too much. I don't want to like look like I'm trying too hard because now we're already on date, dinner date. Like, where do I go from here? There's a lot of guys out there like that. You go on the next dinner date. I don't understand that. Like, tr- what's wrong with trying too hard? What's wrong with you know, you know, even getting flowers for the first date or doing anything like that? Like, like what's wrong with trying? Well, know? I guess you know. How do you you know? I guess the the option for casual would be, uh, you know, I guess you're not looking for that. You're looking for a, if you're looking for a serious relationship, this is what you would do. If yeah. you're looking for like maybe we'll just be casual, then that's why you don't go on a dinner date, right? Yeah, but even 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 go on a dinner date, and then if you're just like, you know what, this isn't like a someone I take, you know, I want to be serious with. You can still make a casual mm-hmm. plan. Hey, let's go get drinks the next time. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. You know. So you bring it back. You can. Yeah, you can always bring it back. Okay. So how did you meet your new girlfriend? How how do you get put together? Uh, I DM'd her. You DM'd her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that you're like, I'm an old school guy. I take you to dinner. Yeah, I slid into the DMs. I wrote a fire emoji to one of her posts. I'm, uh, come on, Jared, I'm in Jupiter. I've been in Jupiter for like the last uh, pretty much a year, right? Okay. I, I know everyone here, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's true. You got to get outside of your, your circles. Exactly. I love it. So you send a DM. What is the DM? What does a DM from Tyler Cameron say? Uh, I was just very polite, you know? I was, I actually, she, she she makes fun of me because I use commas and and all these things that so you never use anymore. <laughs> oh, you've got you've gotten lazy. I, my, my punctuation has gone out the window, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I just was polite and I was like, you know, I told, you know, told her that she was stunning and that uh, if she doesn't have a boyfriend, I would take her out, you know, to dinner sometime. And I love it. that. You're stunning. I'd love to take you out if you don't have a boyfriend. That's all respect. That's all you know, kind of old school, new school, kind of wrapped into one DM. Trying. So let's do some emails. You ready, Tyler? Let's answer some questions. Let's do it. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Tyler Cameron. The book, You Deserve Better, comes out July 27th. You can pre-order now at Tyler J. Cameron 3. Did my boyfriend overreact or am I in the wrong? Okay, you ready? Let's do it. 
J train. To make a long story short, I drunkenly told my boyfriend at a bar that I had hooked up with a guy in my friend group that was with us at the bar before I had met him. He got extremely angry and stormed out of the bar, making accusation that our relationship was over because of this. I have never known him to get angry about anything or act a fool while drinking. So this caught me off guard. I was, ex- I was also extremely embarrassed as this happened in front of all my friends, including the guy. He apologized later that night and said he had overreacted and blamed his overreaction on the alcohol. I also apologized for telling him uh, this in the, in the wrong place at the wrong time. The, the next day, he apologized to a few of my friends the next day for making a scene. My question is, did he overreact or am I in the wrong? I recognize I am partially to blame because of my poor timing, but I am having a hard time wanting to invite him to hang out with my friend group after this incident. What should I do? Tyler Cameron, what do you think? Um, so she timing is important here. I think she I is agree. in the wrong. That, that was not the right place in time, especially with people drinking because people aren't themselves and people don't react to things the same way they should when they're drinking. Um, but but he is in the wrong as well because and a lot and a lot more so in the wrong because there's a there's a lyric in a song that says, please don't judge me, because if you judge me, it can get ugly before it gets beautiful. Because like like my past is my past. Mm. Don't judge me for my past. Like judge me for who I am right now. You mm-hmm. know? If you're in a relationship with a person, you are in a relationship because you're with them right now. And so I think uh, uh, he can't he, he can't like he apologized. He knew he was wrong. He can't over. He can't react the way he reacted, but that wasn't the time and place for it on her end. But still, he can't be judging here for things that happened prior to their relationship. Yeah, I totally agree with you. It's like one of those things where like everyone's wrong, but for different reasons. Like, mm-hmm. you know, top level. Like, it, it is interesting that she could be like. Well, everyone's allowed to have a past. And, he, and it's like, you're absolutely right. Everyone has a past. Everyone has ex-hookups. People hang out with their ex-hookups. People hang out with their, you know, their ex-boyfriends and girlfriends, and they become friends later. This can all happen. It, it's not – this isn't the craziest thing to, in the world to be at a bar with a guy that you used to hook up with. The yeah. issue becomes context. Context matters. When you go to a bar with someone and you're introduced as the boyfriend and then – in that whole thing, you go, and you know, that's a guy I used to hook up with. I, I'm not saying it was said that way, but your ego, ego's smashed. And, and you're like, how, are they all talking about it? How serious are they? If she wouldn't tell me before we got here and prepared me for the group that was going to be here, then why wasn't I prepared? Because was she embarrassed about it? Like These are questions going on in his head. Exactly. And I think I think that conversation was like, look, we're in this relationship. Like, these are my best friends. And here's the history with them. You know, like, here's how I know mm. that person, that person, that person. That probably should have been talked about, you know? Absolutely. Like, I always say with like with an ex, when someone's like they hang out with their ex, I go or they hang out with like a friend that's of the opposite sex. I go, well, what's the story? If you could tell me the story without, um, you know, making faces and if you could calmly tell me a story about your history with someone, then I believe that story. I have no reason not to. But when it comes out, it trickles in. It's like, well, what else are you hiding? Why was this a story that you were embarrassed to tell? And I get it. It's hard. Why are we getting it now? Why am I getting it now when alcohol is flowing? Are you doing it to like pit us against each other? Does this, should I feel weird about saying hi to this guy? Is he still into you? I don't know anything. And you're not going to explain it to me while, you know, NSYNC is playing like crazy at the bar. Like it's just not going to get a good explanation. 
Exactly. They need to go on an ice cream date and settle this, talk it out, and they'll be good. Absolutely. And I also think um, the other thing is he apologized and said he overreacted, blamed his overreaction on the alcohol. Well, that's kind of like a blaming on the alcohol is not really admitting fault. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you something, too, I think I'm proud of him about doing is he reached out to the friend group. In a That's hard. You got to put your ego aside and do that. I, I'm impressed by that. He's trying to take the right steps to be like, look, I understand I was wrong. I can't react that way. And he went to like now apologizing to her is one thing. Then you got to put your ego aside and go apologize to the friend group and all her friends. That, 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 that means he's invested. He cares. That's a commitment move. And so I think an ice cream date is the perfect remedy. You sit down, you hash it out. And I, I think like also like moving on from this, like the idea is like, oh, well, you blow up at bars. No, he had one bad moment. Everyone's allowed a bad moment. You had a bad moment. We all had a bad moment. Let's have some strawberry cones. And, and, and I, I believe in a, in a relationship too. You're going to have a lot of speed bumps. And this is just a speed bump. And you just got to run. Whether those things out and get through them and you'll be all right. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like taking a call on speakerphone in the middle of a restaurant. Now everyone knows your business. Don't be that person when it comes to your internet life. Get ExpressVPN. Why do you need a VPN? Without one, your ISP can see every site you visit. And they turn around and sell that info to ad companies. Do you really like being chased around the internet by advertisements? Get ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN creates a secure line between you and the internet. It runs in the background with just one click. You're whole Wi-Fi network is covered. Every device in your household, phones, laptops, tablets, all covered by one account. Listen, people, I love this. What a way to feel good and safe about going on the internet. What a way to just feel like, you know, you lock your doors at night, you should be protecting your internet connection. So let's do this. That's why it's rated number one by CNET, Wired, and The Verge. Secure your online activity now. Visit expressvpn.com slash JTrain and you can get an extra three months free for free. That's expressvpn.com slash JTrain. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Figs. Figs celebrates amazing healthcare professionals by making scrubs that actually feel exciting. They, 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 people love Figs. Let me just tell you right now. This is the most requested um, promo code that we have. I'm telling you. I'm letting you know because people in the healthcare industry, these are nice really beautiful scrubs that make you feel good about going into work. And, you know, they don't want to wear the the old scrubs, the ones that don't have. And these have like, you know, look at Figs has finally brought scrubs into the 21st century with a focus on design, function, and comfort. They use a proprietary fi- fabric called Fion X that is stretchy, moisture-wicking, and anti-wrinkle. I have the pants. They're great. And I just imagine if you have to go into work in what some would wear as their PJs, it doesn't really get you amped up. These are good looking, you know, form fitting, and they have uh, they they weave in Silvader, an antimicrobial technology that inhibits odor producing microbes and increases durability. Because they're moving, they're working, they're sweating. Figs will get you through a double shift in comfort and style. Figs comes uh, with zillions of pockets. Some of their styles include over ten pockets, and you can mix and match any of their scrubs for a quick wardrobe refresh. It's like when you go to the gym; you want to feel good about going in and when you get dressed up and look good you feel good and that's the same for work and someone in your life is a healthcare professional 
professional that wears scrubs every day. And I'm telling you, this is the best gift for them. This is the best way to treat them. And now I'm giving you some free money. So if you're one of the awesome humans who work in healthcare, Figs wants you to wear the scrubs you deserve and enjoy 15% off your first order with code JTRAIN15 at checkout. That's JTRAIN15 at checkout. And if you're not working on the front lines, thank someone that is with the best scrubs in the world because figs will give you 15% off too. Head to wearfigs.com. That's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com. Enter code JTRAIN15, JTRAIN15 at checkout. Love your scrubs. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Tyler Cameron. At Tyler J. Cameron 3. You deserve better. Go pre-order right now. It comes out July 27th. You can get it anywhere books are sold. Interested in a man with a girlfriend. Help. Okay. Now, Tyler, you have a girlfriend now, but you must how do you how do you feel DMs? Do you even look at them? Are you getting still hit up in a certain way? You know, talk about speed bumps. There's people out there kind of, you know, not everyone's a good person. Everyone are do you have that? What do you do? Just block all, delete all? No, what what you do is you don't focus on those things. Like you don't you don't go for you don't you don't go fishing for it, you know? Mm. Well, you know, fishing if you're scrolling is a- through your stuff you're fishing for it, you know, and you, you stay away from that. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that uh, the grass, you know, everyone says, you know, the grass is greener on the other side. No, it's, it's greener where you water it. So if you, if you put, if you put water in your relationship and you water, you know, and you don't, you don't go fishing for other things, you'll be all right. Just don't fish. I love that. Hello, Jared. Your dating help has got me through a single pandemic feather feather. Here's my problem. I've developed feelings for a guy with a girlfriend. I am a woman who supports other women wholeheartedly and would never mow someone else's lawn. <laughs> We're still in that grass metaphor. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, but I am having the feels. Backstory. We matched on Hinge and had a couple conversations, but as this was happening, he moved into an exclusive relationship with someone else. This was in April. Okay, so we're a couple months out from that. April 2021. Fast forward to now. He messaged me through Instagram at the end of May 2021. As neither of us is on the apps anymore, just a, hey, how are you doing? That's weird. You say you're in an exclusive relationship April 2021, and then May 2021, you're sliding into the DMs of someone you matched with on a dating app? Yeah. You don't want good. You got to stay away. This then turned into each of us giving the other relationship advice from the other gender's perspective. What are they doing their own podcast? Now it's beginning of June and we message almost every day talking about everything from relationships to life, etc. I am definitely developing the feels and he is someone I could see myself having a relationship with. The more we talk, the more we mesh. Our conversations are very flirty, but I would never overstep as he has taken. What do I do? Be his be-, be his friend and continue the daily chats in spite of my feels or cut it off, say if something changes, you know my number. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Tyler Cameron, what do you think? We got a bag of worms here. You got to cut it off because if he's doing this with you, mm. right? Because he's not really interested in what he's got over here. And he's like, you're, you're, you're feeding that, that boy. Mm-hmm. And once you start dating, he's going to start losing interest too. He's going to do the same thing with somebody else. You don't want that to happen to yourself. So it's kind of like that if he cheats with you, he'll cheat on you. It's kind of like the same thing, I think. Yeah, especially in this, the timing matters. This isn't like, like the timing and the way you met matters. Dating apps and Tyler, like you don't need a dating app. Like 
good looking dude, you're personable, you can talk to a woman, you can say, hey, let's do a dinner date and then do casual drinks afterwards. Like, I don't need a dating app. I think dating apps were created by people who lack personal, you know, uh, the ability to approach people as as a way to like make up for that. They look look at the people who. I think dating apps are for people who won't go walk up to the girl in the coffee shop and say, "Hey, I think you're pretty. Let's let's have a coffee." And and that's hard to do, but most people can do that. Do you want to? No. The crutch is the dating app. Yeah. Exactly. And, and look at the people who create social media. They don't look like the most social people alive. The, you know, Mark Zuckerberg doesn't look like he'd be in the middle of the party introducing everybody. No. So he creates a social media to be more social. Same with the dating app. This guy who you're talking to, he owns a thought in your head. They met on a dating app. So he owns the thought that you find him attractive enough to message with on a dating app. That's very important. It's manipulative, but it is true. He is now using that thought that he owns and taking advantage of it and messaging you on Instagram in this quote-unquote friendly conversation, ooh, I have a girlfriend, to try and get you to be his next hookup after this relationship ends, which it will. What's going to happen is he's going to get caught, and once he gets caught, he's going to go right to you. Absolutely, and you're going to believe that you were different, but you weren't different. You were an easy kind you're of target. Another. You're just another, not different. I, I, Just another. That's a perfect way to put it, Tyler. And, and I would also say the only move with him, and, and because you, what she has to do is make yourself not as easy a target. Listen, I get it. I, I understand that it's hard. This is easier advice for us to give than it is to take. If I were her... You say to him, hey, you have a girlfriend. This has gone far along for me. I have feelings. You have to let him know that you do have feelings for him because what that does is create consequences. He, he might be a monster who doesn't give a fuck about your feelings, but most people go, oh, feelings, back away. I'm just looking to fuck. Like That's how most people you would hope would react. So you need to create consequences. Hey, I've developed feelings for you. I don't feel comfortable talking to someone with a girlfriend. I'm going to unfollow you and block you on Instagram. This is too easy for me to use. And put put it on yourself. This makes it too easy for me to fuck up. So I'm going to block you. I'm going to unfollow you. You do have my number. When your relationship's done, I would love to go on a dinner date. Let's go out of the Tyler Cameron book of, you know, uh, you want a dinner date. I don't believe this guy will ever make a dinner date with you. But now it gets you away from him. You've let him know, here's how high you have to jump. You either do or you don't. I don't, uh, Jared, I agree and don't agree. Okay, please. I agree that she should block him, mm. get rid of him, but I don't agree that she should ever go on a date with him. You think, you think this guy is just... I think he's not a good man. I don't think, like, like if he, is, he is dragging her along. Yeah. Right? And I, I agree she should tell him you know, I have feels like there's consequences. You know what I mean? Like, like this can't mm. be along. No, because like she could, she now puts the ball back in her court. Yeah. Right. Right now he has all the power in the relationship. Sure. He's just dragging her along. I think she tells him like, look, I have feels for you, but this isn't right. And I, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. You know, like you have a girl, you should, you should be talking to her about these things, not me. And you should leave it, be done with him. He's not a good man and move on. See, I agree with you. There's a lot of women out there, and you do not want to. You don't need to be talking to guys. 
I agree with you because he's doing what we call the hookup alley-oop here. He's alley-ooping his – the hookup alley-oop is you're in a relationship and then you start creating new people that you can like slam dunk in the future when you're single. What's that? The fallback plans now. Right. And I agree with you. I don't think this is the guy. No. My point and the reason for the advice of like give him something to jump over, I – I think we give so much advice here that's like easy for us. She says, I have feelings. Uh, she's talking about having a relationship with him. He's never even taken you on a date. You've only met on a dating app and you've only talked through Instagram DMs. That's not going to happen. You're not going to be in a relationship with this guy. But I kind of want to show her this won't happen. But I, I agree with you. This is not the guy to date. Well, she's got feelings for her phone right now. You got you to gotta, you gotta go find something that's more tangible. Totally. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Taylor Cameron, the new book. Okay, people, you deserve better. It's out July 27th. Get it now. Pre order, pre order, pre order. Let's do this one. Okay. Need guy perspective post hookup text. Okay. This is good. Jared, I'm a huge fan, follower, and subscriber. I'm in desperate need for a male opinion, and you are the most knowledgeable man on this topic that I know. Well, now you got two men. Shelby's here too, but he's he's hanging out elsewhere. Here's here's my situation. Two weeks ago, I hooked up with a guy who's a friend of a guy in my friend group. So friend of her guy friend. The mm-hmm. hookup was so good and amazing. But I woke up early the next morning and left before saying anything. During this past week, I have been feeling guilty for leaving like that, and I also realized I have a little crush. This past weekend, so one full week later, I was drinking and sent a text basically being like, hey, I had a great time last weekend. I don't want you to think I wasn't interested because I am. Hope I can see you again. I still haven't gotten a response. Looking back sober, I am a little embarrassed I sent that, especially now since still no response. So, Jared, what do you think this guy is thinking, especially after getting this text? Have I blown my chance for any hookup again in the future? P.S. If there is a way, I should email this to you. Okay, so what do we think? That's tough. It's tough. That's tough. Um, How would you feel, Tyler Cameron? You, you, You go home with someone you know, cute, fun, great night together. And then they just leave in the morning like that. How would you feel about that? Yeah. You know, I would be like, I think, I think the guy's looking at it two ways. Like one, either his ego's hers. Like, damn, you know, she must not have been into it. You know, like, mm-hmm. she, you know, then a week later I get a text that made me be, Oh, okay. Maybe, you know, but then maybe he's still not interested anymore, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, on the other end of it, you know, maybe he's just like, you know, it was a hookup and that was that. And I'm not interested, you know? That's fair too, and and the the that's the pro. I like I don't like that move. Like I listen. I, she. What can you say? Bye. Yeah, and I I think this happens a lot of times where like, especially with, with like, we get emails here on this podcast where women are like, I went home with them. So I, am I just the one night stand girl? And it's like. Guys aren't as definitive with that stuff. Guys aren't thinking that far ahead, even though. Sometimes our bravado and like the douchebag type of dude would be like that, that you hear about. But most guys are like are kind of taking things as they come. Mm-hmm. Like, look at Tyler Cameron has Febreze out on his dining room table. <laughs> you know, like it's like, you know, th- that's kind of in the same mindset of like, I'll put it away when I put it away. A lot of women are like, no, we got to put the Febreze back. We got to put it back in the bathroom. It has to go where it needs to go. And then they do that with their relationships, too, mm-hmm. where and a lot of women that when they write into this podcast, they're like, 
well, he, you know, he's vague. He, he, he texts me back and he says, let's hang out. And it's like, guys love a vague option. Mm-hmm. So in the same vein of guys liking a vague option, they also don't make these decisions ahead of time. It's not like I'm going to hook up with her so that we can get married or I'm going to hook up with her so I can never see her again. It's not being mm-hmm. that thought out. So when you leave in the morning like that, you don't even give the guy a chance to kind of dream with you or see what this dynamic is like. Exactly. And we're, we're simple creatures. I feel like I feel like very simple. You know, we you wake up, say hello, good morning. He might have made you coffee. He might have made you breakfast. He might have made you some eggs. He might have scrambled. Sure. You know, and, and that's so- really where you get to know each other best. You've already seen each other's bodies naked. Like at this point, what? Let's talk about family. You've always <laughs> <laughs> you always you obviously enjoyed them. You texted them a week later. Like you knew you liked, you enjoyed the time with them, and the hookup was amazing. And then then like, what was the rush? Yeah, I and, 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 I, and if you had a rush. A simple text, hey, I, I had to run, I had work. Totally, you know, would have worked. Um, I think let them in on it, like let them, and also let them know that, like, you know, especially like you said, like you hook up with a guy, um, the hookup was good and amazing, and and you wake up early. I'm sure there was some sort of alcohol involved. He's sitting there going, "Did I say the wrong thing? Was I bad? Was I, you know, whatever?" But also, this is all to say that there, exactly. there was no, there's also no mistake made here. You did what you did. We move on. Maybe you do differently the next time, but like. It, him not getting back to your text, I don't think you have to chase it now. I don't think chasing it now is the way to go. She will have redemption. It's it's her guy friend's friend group, right? She's yeah. gonna be she's gonna see him around again. You yeah, know? he'll you're be around. Have, you're gonna have redemption. You guys are gonna you guys are gonna be drinking a little bit. Probably next time you see each other, you guys are gonna joke about like, hey, like, you'll make a, just make a joke about it. Be funny about it. You totally. Know? And, and see where it goes. You'll have redemption. And. You should take it as personally as you would want him taking you leaving early. Mm-hmm. So you left early and you go, ah, I probably shouldn't have left early. Then you send the text. He didn't get back to your text. Don't take it personally. Take it in the way you gave the leaving early. Because now what Tyler's saying is right. You're going to see this guy again. You're going to have redemption. Make fun of it. I would even say, hey, did you change your number a week later? Like something fun to acknowledge like, where the fuck are you? We had that fun night and see what happens. Yeah. Joke on yourself. Make fun of the situation. And, and if he can roll with it, then he's probably a fun guy and keep rolling with Ab- it. Absolutely. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. When you're trying to lose weight, everything is about what you can't eat. You obsess about the pasta you shouldn't have that's so stressful. You're hating yourself out of the gate. Getting healthy is a positive thing. It should be about learning to feed and nourish your body, not deprive it. Enter Noom. Noom uses a psychological approach to help change your mindset around food. If you start by building good habits, you'll be on a sustainable path to better health. It's all about creating a better relationship with food, and that starts with just being honest with yourself about why why you eat this is huge people i'm a noom user i love it it gives you these fun facts it's just something to keep your mind on it doesn't you and you don't get lost astray and the calorie tracker is fantastic it lets you track your foods and it makes it so you you know you keep in touch with yourself and what you're doing and and i just like these fun facts like there, there was one that popped up it was like you know, what's better for you, grapes or raisins? And it's like, you can have this many raisins for this many calories and this many grapes for this many calories. And they're like, look at the volume you get out of grapes because there's water in them. And you're like, wow, that makes sense. I'm going to be fuller 
with less calories from grapes. There you go. There are no bad foods in Noom's world. I love that too. There's no way to mess this up, and if you eat the pasta, that's okay. It's all about balance, making small choices every day that add up. With Noom, it's easy. It's as easy as checking your phone every day, and you already do that anyways. Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. That's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. Podcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com tyler let's do some screenshot emails how does that sound is that okay i pull up my emails to do this or do you read it i'm gonna read it so you don't have to pull up anything um let me just get this okay this first one did you read which one did you read i read the one about the girl asking about the first date um okay let me see if i have it yeah Okay, scheduling for first date. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is called scheduling for first date. Assume or be clear. You ready, Tyler? I'll read the email. Let's do it. J Train, I'll keep the feathering short, but I'm a religious listener, and you've taught me basically all I know about dating. So thank you. Oh my god, I'm worried for the future of this country. Okay, uh, so my background: I'm a 28 year old divorced and single mom of a five-year-old trying to get back out there after only really having dated for a few months before COVID hit. And then I went to live with my parents during the height of the pandemic. So I didn't date. Now I'm living in Northern Virginia with my kiddo and trying to get back into the dating, but I've only gone on one first date in the last few months. And that wasn't a good match. A few days before Memorial day weekend, I matched with this guy, 36 divorced dad of two. We talked for a few days on the app. The conversation was flowing and I was really enjoying his sense of humor we figured out through conversation that the only time we were both free was friday during the day since he was off on fridays and i at the time hadn't found a babysitter so i couldn't go out that night after the long weekend i decided i i wanted to move off the app and restate my want for a date so i sent the attached message to him giving him my number so let's read this first i'll be her you be him and all these email in these texts so this is her on this is her on Hinge to him. So my, am I reading his stuff? No, 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 not yet. We're gonna, we're we're starting with the Hinge convo. This is her saying, "I'm leaving the dating app, but I want to make sure you have my number because she wants to hang out on Friday." Okay. So she writes, "Hey, I've really enjoyed uh, talking with you, and I'd love to meet up and see if the vibe translates in person." Here's my number. Text me if you're interested and want to meet up. Okay, that seems pretty normal. Okay. Uh, after the he texted me that evening and kept the conversation going the next day, Wednesday, he brought up meeting on Friday, uh, recommended a place to meet for lunch and asked when I was free. So these are screenshots one through five. So, Tyler, pull up the screenshots and you be gray and I'll be green. So you're him. I'm her. Aha. Uh-huh. So what time are we meeting on Friday? Is this your way of asking me out on a date? LOL. Thinking face emoji. Of course. Ha ha. Well, I guess time depends on what what you have planned for us to do. I feel like it more depends on what time you can get out of work and when you have to get your daughter. Ha ha. Ha ha. Fair. I'm free one-ish on Friday and would be free until five. Well, then I guess we will be doing a late lunch. LOL. Ha ha. I guess we will. I'm down. We never really spoke about where you live. So I'll ask this. How close are you to blank blank? I've never been, but I heard it is amazing. 
Ha, that's a good point. So I've never heard of it, but it, but is it the one in blank? I don't know if there is just one or what. Sweaty face emoji. But if that's the case, that's pretty close to me. 15 minutes. I'm near blank. In, I'm in between blank and blank. And yes, I only know uh, of the one. It's either that or we're going swimming in your pool. Ha ha. Checks maps to see where those places are. Ha ha. I haven't scoped out the pool yet, so that may have to wait until next time. I don't know if it's gross or not. Laughing face emoji. I'm down for trying a new place. Blushing face emoji. Can't go wrong with good food. I had to try and figure out where blank was, so I feel you. LOL. Haha, that makes me feel a lot better, so thank you. Ah, now that I see it's on the map, I think my sister has been looking for an apartment in that area. That doesn't surprise me because there are so many apartments right around here. It's kind of insane. She is hell-bent on a super tall one. Haha, well, she's looking in the right place. You can give me a tour of yours, and I can can save her a trip. Just saying. (laughs) Haha. Kidding. Haha, ha, mine isn't super tall, so I don't think it would fit her criteria, so probably no need for that tour, upside down face emoji. You can tell she's getting a little freaked out by this because he's now angled for going to her place and where she lives twice. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm with her. Upside down face emoji is necessary right now because he's done, let me check out the pool, let me get a tour of your place. He's a little hint, hint. Um, I'd like to be near your couch where we could be making out, but go on. All right. Yeah, but her other requirement is a pool and a den. Oh, yikes. I don't know, I don't know if, it may, if, if many apartment complexes have dens. Maybe they do. Who knows? Yeah, I think she wants to move to a place in blank. She met a few friends that live there, and I'm looking for a reason to go out that way. Okay, so those are the first five that she sent in. And then she writes, I've blacked out the restaurant, which was uh, a blank and where we live. Okay. After this exchange, we continued to talk about random things, keeping the conversation volley in the air. By Thursday night, I was feeling a little antsy because we hadn't set a time to meet on Friday and the date hadn't come up in our conversations either. So I tried to drop a hint for him to confirm the time or even say anything about the date, but he didn't. Screenshots six through 10. So let's go to six through 10. This is a saga. Okay. She writes, welcome to the weekend. Yay. You're you're almost making me wish I was back working 10 hours a day, but I'd miss my afternoon naps. Oh, no. Can't skip those naps. Ha. Ready for these storms? I I didn't realize we were expecting them, to be honest. Uh, but I'm going over to a friend's tonight, so hopefully I don't get stuck in anything too crazy. You going to watch them roll through on your porch, huh? Yeah, I had food on the grill. I pulled it off and threw it on the oven. LOL. Not getting stuck out there again. Haha, smart move. You really do a grill a lot, or maybe when it only when it rains. Apparently, I'm a magnet for rain. Maybe it's because I'm so hot, dot, 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 you know. Ha, ha. See, he's he's always pushing. He He's doing like a slight nudge towards sexual every single I'm so hot, but it's fun. I get it. Flirty. She writes, ha quite possibly the world may never know. Smiley face. That's it. Of course, my first night out in like over a year and it's rainy and humid. Ha ha. My luck doesn't seem to be super great. See, we're, ah. this conversation's already going too long. She wants to know what time is this date and where. Tomorrow's the day. I know there's a point. You're grilling. You're grilling. It's raining. It's raining. 
So what's the deal tomorrow? She has a right to say that, but go on. Uh, ha ha. Uh, gonna do some drinking, question mark? Ha ha. Oh, yeah. Gonna get a little lit on some water and side. Oh, and cake. Ha ha. Where are you going? Over to my friend's house. Ha ha. Girls night. With no drinking, question mark? I don't drink. Ha ha. Well, that will explain it. LOL. Ha ha. Yeah. How far is your walk? Wasn't too bad from the car, thankfully. I survived. Don't worry. Would hate for you to have to eat Korean solo tomorrow. So they were going to a Korean place. Oh, uh, oh I thought you were talking about uh, your place to hers. Ha ha. Ha ha. No, she doesn't live that close. I wish. Oh, well, where does she live then? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, two, uh, two exits down, actually. Like, at that point, he's ignored her question yeah. about the Korean place, but she's, now she's talking about exits on the highway. Yeah, not too bad. Two exits down, huh? Oh, nice. Hope you're having a good time. Thanks. It was a lot of fun. Back to real life now, LOL. Back home already, question mark? Yep. Babysitter was on the clock. So now let's go back to How was the, the babysitter? Email. Was it... Uh, yeah, so he asked about the babysitter. <laughs> the next morning, he texted around 10 a.m. asking what time we were going to meet, and we exchanged the rest of the messages. He didn't respond to my last message. Screenshots 11 through 14. Okay. So let's get to the end of this saga. She, oh, so he asked about the babysitter. She seemed nice. My daughter liked her. Yep, it was the first time. My daughter said she wants to meet another babysitter, though. She knows she has options. How long were you gone for? Question mark. Ha ha. That's awesome. Four hours. She was asleep for two. LOL. The babysitter made easy money. I'm sure of that. My daughter loves her time away from me probably more than I enjoy my time away from her. Ha ha. Nice. I just straightened the kid's hair. LOL. Ha ha. Girl dad through and through. What time are you thinking today? Well, I honestly wasn't sure if we were still on since we hadn't set a time. Our schedule is pretty wide open today. LOL. So whenever you're free. Well, to be completely honest, I was looking forward to meeting, but I'm kind of per- I'm the kind of person that needs a plan at least a day before. I tried to bring it up last night in hopes you'd set a time to meet, but you didn't. Uh, I mean, technically, you told me you were free at one ish. I assume that was when we were going. That's what we were going with. But we can try again next Friday. I did say that, but if someone doesn't set a time, date, place for a date. I don't know if I'm on her side here. I just take that as them not being interested in actually going out on a date. Call me jaded or whatever, but that's just been my experience, and sadly, I'm not free next Friday. I mean, we technically had all three of those set, 1 p.m.-ish today, honey pig. I was just confirming the time with you today. I'm with him a little bit. I didn't feel like we had set a firm time. Sounds like you were assuming while was waiting while was waiting for a definitive time and I would have hoped you would have confirmed before this morning. There's no hard feelings. I just feel like we have differing communication styles. Okay. So then she writes, should I have asked a time on Thursday when I dropped the hint and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Oh, so she writes, 
Okay. He didn't seem like the day was a high priority for him, which rubbed me the wrong way, but I definitely think that uh, this seems like a miscommunication or maybe just different communication styles. I'm not 100% sure. Should I have just assumed one-ish at the time of the date because that's when I was free and he indicated we'd meet for lunch? Am I justified for wanting him to be specific about the date slash time last location? Should I have asked a, a time on Thursday when I dropped the hint? Uh, and I'd love to hear your thoughts as to what the point is. to uh, what At what point is it my responsibility to confirm a first date? I definitely don't want to come off as annoying or pushy, especially since I've been in the position in the past where someone expresses that they want to go on a date but then never follow through, even after sometimes setting a day or location. Was this just a lack of communication, or did I dodge a bullet because he wasn't really that interested? Tyler Cameron, what do you think? This was a, a saga, to say the least, but very relatable, I'm sure. I think he's interested. I think he is uh, – I think he's the one who's kind of spearheading the conversation throughout all the text. He's mm. the one asking questions. It's, it's never her asking about him. It's always him asking about her. She never brought – you know, like, he interjected one time, I just did my daughter's hair. She could have easily said, oh, how's your daughter? She never asked. So it was Interesting. Always, it was always him initiating the next question, initiating the next conversation. So I always thought he was interested. I did too, and also he's right. They did have – time like i i thought friday at one was happening like i this whole time the idea and the more she you know and i know he kind of did avoid the topic of the date but like at that there has to be a point i think this was too much talking before a first date i think once you had friday one cool see you friday at one I talk to you then because talk what are you gonna to- talk about and they're talking about nothing, and all she's doing is getting, you know, dis, disenchanted with him because he's not – like, is he supposed to talk about the date for three days leading into the date? Like, no, the time has been set. I, I And I think she's she looking for him to drag her on the date, to, like, carry her to the date, and that's not really – and I understand, I do understand where she's coming from. She's a little disillusioned with the whole dating process. She's been burned in the past. She said she's a little bit jaded. I get it. But Friday at one, I'm down. Can't wait. See you then. Text me that morning to make sure. Like I would get in control of exactly. of like the planning process yourself. She And she waited so long on having any opinion. And then at the way end, she pulls the rug out and she goes, well, I've been waiting. Like I would stop waiting mm-hmm. for people to be more honest with you than you are with them. And also, you know why you got to stop waiting? Because that shit's eating you up all along the way. Totally. Like, why isn't he asking? Why isn't he asking? So you're building this whole thing up. You know, you don't even had your first date yet. Jared, yeah. you make a rule right now. Let's do it. First date. Once you initiate the date, time, and place, that's it. And you don't that's talk. Don't talk to the day of, and confirm it, and, and or the night before, and confirm it, and that's it. None of the small talk and BS, because then what are you going to have to talk about? You, that's, the first day is to learn about that person, so you have a lot of stuff to talk about. He could have been talking about straightening his daughter's hair on the date instead of the text. Exactly. Like I, I, I'm with you. The, this whole chit chat. It got long for us. Imagine how it is for you. And mm-hmm. you're and, and it's like there's not even excitement. I, I do get that he was trying to be flirty with the apartment tours and all that. And maybe that could have been a turnoff because you're like, do I trust this guy? But at the same time, you've picked a place. It was public. It was during the day. Like, I, I don't know if you're in the online dating game. I don't know how much safer and better you can get. Mm-hmm. That, at that point, you see. And, and I think a lot of this has to do with 
She's like, I haven't gone on a lot of dates. I'm new to the scene. I have a kid. I have to get a babysitter. I get that. So a lot of these dates become more important. You start to be like, well, there has to be a good one now. And it's like, you got to open yourself up to bad ones to get the good ones. Exactly. And that is, you got to keep doing them. Like, you can't put time and pressure on a date. You know, you just got to see it for what it is. Especially a first one. Exactly. And if it's fun and if it's popping, then you know it's good. You know? Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Do we have time for one more, Tyler? You got you got a minute? Yeah, for sure. Let's Let me do it. I'll tell you about my first date. Okay. Tell me your first date. My first date, we had dinner and we didn't stop talking. We didn't stop. We just had fun. We couldn't even look at the menu. I just told the waitress, just order us stuff, order drinks, order food. We, we couldn't even pick things out. And we sat there for three hours. Just you know? talking the whole time. Talking. Exactly. But, but like, there was no pressure on it. It was like, hey, I'll see you then. You know, I called her in the morning to confirm, and that was it. Yeah. And I think, a, like, some people get caught up on, like, well, the guy should confirm because that shows he's excited. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I agree, but I'm also like, you fucking confirm. You get, get if, in control if of it's your day. Bothering you? Send a text. Get, get, it get it out of the way. Exactly. It's like on the train. See something, say something. If you got something to say, text it. Mm-hmm. Because she waited through a whole thing till the end with gotcha. And it's like, come it, on. She put it on her chest and she let it weigh more and weigh more and weigh more. Eventually it got too heavy to hold and she got rid of it and it was a lot. She would have got it away, got you know, solved it earlier. It wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Absolutely, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We don't have time for the last one, I, but this was amazing, Tyler. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You need me, I can do it. You ready? Yeah, if you need me, let's, I can. Let's get it in. We because this I, this one's called "No Clue What I Should Have Done Differently." You ready? Let's do it, Jared. Literally the last time, this time last year, you answered my email with piff. It was hilarious, and you gave good advice. Now I have a new problem with a new guy. After the first date, he texted me, and we planned another date. Two days later, uh, two days later, because we were both busy on the weekend. Then after the second date, I texted him, and the convo kind of died. Sunday, I texted him at 3 p.m., heard nothing. So at 9 p.m., I did the question mark to my own text. He hearted it right after, so you can see my you can't see my question mark. Screenshots one, two, and three. So I'll be her, you be him. You ready? Hi, hope you had a uh, nice weekend. Uh, smiley face. Should we find a time this week to hang out again? It has been over 20, 48 hours. Tongue out emojis. So then that was sent. He didn't answer. She question marked it. He hearts it. Now it's him. Hey, hey, sorry. I was driving earlier and opened this and then just forgot. Sorry, I suck. Uh, how's your? How was your friend's Passover? I thought you were ghosting me, uh, frowny face. Passover was really nice. They tried to make me sing the four questions because I was the youngest, but I've been the oldest in the family my whole life. So I was like, no, thank you. He wrote, wooden ghost, dot, dot, dot. Uh, well, someone's got to do the questions. Ha, ha. Do they just go unasked? We sang them to she write, she ha ha's and then she says we sang them together. I was honestly embarrassed to be singing solo, but then my friend, the host, was not shy at all about singing, and she has a strong voice. How was yours? Uh, nice. Uh, glad they were uh, glad they were asked. Touchstone of the holiday. Mine was okay. A little stressful having to deal with both my mom and dad on the same day. Usually it's just one of them, but made it through. Smiley face. Oh, I'm sorry. At least you were you're in the clear now. Thumbs up. That's why you were too distracted to text me back, winky face. Yes, absolutely. Earlier this week uh, is a bit nuts, but would love to hang perhaps on Thursday if you're free. 
Thursday should work for me. Sounds good. Good luck with your nu- your nuts early week. <laughs> uh, perfect. Looking forward. After that convo, I felt better, but my gut told me this date isn't happening. One, he said perhaps. Two, he scheduled it at the end of the week. Three, he didn't initially respond to my date suggestion when he first texted. Now one plus two plus three equals me feeling like I'm being overly cynical. So I just said, we'll see to myself. Today is Thursday, and I heard nothing from him all week until 5.30 p.m. day of. At this point, I'm like, this is not what I'm looking for and debated even saying anything, but I honestly wanted clarity for why he even planned the date in the first place. Screenshot four. So this is him. Hey, hey, this day just flown by. Crazy. I hate being uh, being a canceling person, but can we may, uh, can we maybe reschedule two new clients this week and still we can't get unburied? Uh, feel totally irresponsible not working tonight. LOL, Spencer, I didn't hear from you till 530. I assume this day wasn't happening. I know. Bad form. Uh, unsmiley face. <laughs> face. I got pulled. Uh, I got pulled in. Only took lunch now. I don't know what to say. I had a nice time with you on our dates, but the fact that I knew this date wasn't happening long before you sent that text makes me feel like this isn't the dynamic I'm looking for. She writes, did he feel bad about the almost ghost and felt obligated? He's 31 and said he's never been in a serious relationship. I'm 29. What should I have done differently? So, Tyler, what do you think? This is a very different situation, but the same, you know, kind of the same theme of planning a date. What do you think? Um, I think, I think she played this one better than the last one. Absolutely. And I think that, I don't think she's wrong to feel the way she feels. She, she felt, she, she, she kind of felt it was coming, knew it was coming. She said what she felt. And I think, I think she can walk away from it knowing she, hey, she tried and so what now? Yeah. I think she wants to know why did he plan that date? Did he feel bad? I think he's gone on two dates with you. He's saying, I like her. She's cool. This is fun. Um, I want to keep this option open for me and then I'll get to it when I get to it. And that's what he did. He, exactly. he basically was like, keep the option because I don't know if I want to like end things with a perfectly nice person. But also when we get to Thursday, we'll see. It gave him another few days to kind of think on it, which I know that that's easy to take personally, but it really isn't personal to her. He's basically, if she wants to take it personally, he thinks you're attractive and fun and someone he should want to date but he's being faced with the responsibility of dating you, and he's saying no to that responsibility. Exactly. And, Jerry, I'm going to go back to we are simple creatures. If we want to see you, we're going to make it a way to see you, you know? And I, yeah. I, think, I think she said something. Uh, I, I like there, – there's something that she said that I believe in. She said, we'll see to myself. Like, you know, we'll see. And she kind of put it on the back burner. And, and like, that's something I, – to me, when I get in my head about something, I say, so what? I'm going to keep giving it my all. And if it doesn't work out, so what? I'll be all right. I'm on my way out of it. Yeah. And she kind of did the same thing. She's saying, you know what? We'll see. You know? Yeah. I think she needs to be less depressed by the we'll see. Like, mm-hmm. that's every relationship is we'll see. A year in, we'll see. Exactly. Two years in, we'll see. We're engaged. We'll see. I know that's a really cynical and sad way of looking at things. But if you look at it positively, what you just said, Tyler, is so true. You're going to be fine no matter what. Exactly. And, and, and if anything... This is what gets you to this being the right match or the next one being the right match. Because this guy, he's not a bad guy. He's really just dealing with, do I want to keep going further with a good person? And it's not really about you. It's about him and his responsibility level and all that stuff. J Train Podcast at Gmail. Go ahead, Tyler. What was that? 
no, she doesn't need that. She, you know, she can move on. She can grow from this. You know, it's just one door is closing to a better door, you know? Yeah. And she says, what should I have done differently? I don't think anything. I think this was a perfect, perfect. Great. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Tyler Cameron. What a fantastic guest. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I had fun. Man. This was a good time. Dude, you're the best. I really appreciate you coming on. Everyone go follow Tyler at Tyler J. Cameron 3. And then the book. Go buy it right now. It's called You Deserve Better. It's on pre-sale right now. It comes out July 27th. Get it, get it, get it. I'm Jared Freed. Shelby's here on the ones and twos at Classic Shelb. Go, 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 go follow him. Jared Freed, every Monday and Thursday. We'll be back next episode. Boom.